Welcome to Stories of Hope. This is a podcast by the Dream Center where you will hear from people who have stories that once seemed hopeless. People whose stories of redemption and life transformation are so powerful they can only be possible by the power of Jesus. Hey everyone, my name is Tatum and I am here with Joey. Hey everybody, thanks for listening. We are on the leadership team here at the Dream Center and today we will be talking with Christy Hansen. She is one of our board members and is also our Santa Shop coordinator. So hi Christy. Hey everyone. We are so excited. So why don't we why don't you start off by telling us a little bit about your life growing up? I grew up in Ohio with my mom and my dad and I had two brothers and one sister. I was the youngest, so they would all say that I was probably spoiled. I disagree with that. My dad worked for the railroad and uh, my mom was a school teacher, kindergarten teacher, and that's what I wanted to be when I grew up. I wanted to be just like my mom. She and I were very close. Mom always took us to church where I was very involved. Dad didn't come with us very often at all. He was either working or uh, on the golf course. Awesome. You know, this podcast is all about hope, Christy. We know that hope comes from Christ. Tell us about how you came to know Christ and received that hope. I really always knew who Jesus was because I grew up going to church and was very active and very involved. But I remember I went forward one night, I think I was about eight or nine years old, during a revival, and um, told my pastor I wanted to talk to him about becoming a, a Christian. And um, after that, I pretty much did and said the right things all the way through high school. Uh, my main center of activity was with church friends and with church people, so I didn't really um, have to face a lot of struggles in that way. Then I went to college. I uh, went to a big state university uh, first year. It was very sorority and fraternity oriented, and I struggled that year. It was like a fish out of water. After that first year, I decided, after going with our youth group as a chaperone on um, a mission trip, it's called Centrifuge, and I did the missions track, and I felt the Holy Spirit speaking to me and um, telling me that I wasn't going to be a school teacher but I needed to go into some type of ministry. Came back home after that, and it was literally about four weeks before school was supposed to start back up. And so we began looking for different schools, and I ended up at Carson Newman University uh, two weeks before classes started. I just felt like this is the place I need to be. So I transferred there and really began pursuing a relationship with Jesus at that point. Um, before I kind of knew the right things to say and the right things to do, and I did that, but really started working on a relationship uh, with Jesus after that that first year of college. So, Chrissy, you said that you felt a call into ministry. So what does that look like in your life now? It doesn't look like what I thought it would. For me, I thought I would be on a, on a church staff uh, working with youth. And so I've done that a lot as a volunteer. Uh, but for me... Right after graduated, within a year, I got married uh, to my husband, Mark. He was a pre-med major, and so he was headed in that direction. But God began pulling at me, and we, talk, we found out about a program through the, then it was called the Home Mission Boards, the North American Mission Board now, called the US-2 program, where you would give two years to serve somewhere. And so we decided uh, together to apply. And we were appointed, and we served as missionaries for, ended up being three years. We extended for a year in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, of all places. And that's how I ended up in, in South Carolina. 
Wow. I didn't know that about you. That's pretty awesome. And you got to serve at the beach, too. Yes. <laughs> Suffering for Jesus. That's right. So, you know, I mentioned while I go the word hope. Our podcast is, is encompassed by that word. So, in your own words, how would you define hope? For me, any de- definition of the word hope um, centers around the one who offers it to us. And, and for me, that's Jesus. Music is my heart language. And when I think of defining hope, I, I specifically thought about two different songs. Um, the first one is called Hope Has a Name. And there's a verse in that song that says, There'll be a day, my hope complete. Now home in glory, your face I'll see. No pain, no more, my fear will cease. I bow my life, I fix my eyes on Christ my King. And then the second song that has just been running on replay in my mind for weeks is He is Worthy. It's a praise song, and it talks about how worthy Jesus is of our praise. And there's a line in that song that just kind of hit me like a lightning bolt, and it provides daily hope for me no matter what the day brings. And it says, do you know that all the dark won't stop the light from getting through? And for me, Jesus is that light. And that for me, that sums up the word hope. My life first in scripture is Jeremiah 29, 11 through 14. And in verse 11, um, it says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope in a future. And this passage goes on to say that you find that, that hope when we search for Jesus with all of our heart. So for me, that's, that's hope. I love that. That's awesome, Christy. How did you get involved with the Dream Center? So you said you were in Myrtle Beach, and now you're, you're living in the upstate. So how did you find out about the Dream Center, and why did you want to be a board member and then eventually serve a Santa shop? Just to kind of get us from Myrtle Beach to upstate, we served in Myrtle for three years, and then Mark felt that he needed to go back to graduate school. So we moved to Atlanta which is the home office of the organization that I served through. So I ended up working there for four years in the area of missions uh, and working with students specifically. And um, then he did a year's residency. And so five years later, he started looking for a job. He interviewed in many places, and South Carolina was one of those. Um, He interviewed in Greenville, and we felt that that was the best place for us. So because we had some ties to the state already through the South Carolina Baptist Convention, I ended up starting to work for them and have served with them in some way, shape, or form ever since in the area of missions and students. Once we started our family and had children, I wanted our children to have opportunities to serve, to see that life for everyone is not just like the life that you're living. Other people have different um, different lives, and they go through different things. And so I began looking for opportunities where I could take my kids with me to serve. So I started volunteering at the Salvation Army in Greenville. Did that for many years. As a family, we would go and we would, on distribution day, we would be there and we would help lug bags off the uh, warehouse floor and put them in people's cars, and they were full of Christmas gifts. And then I heard about this new ministry that was starting up, this new faith-based place in Easley called the Dream Center. And I thought, I want to check that out a little bit closer to home didn't have to drive drive back and forth to Greenville all the time. So the very first time I volunteered at the Dream Center was the first year that they provided Christmas. And I think that was 2013. And I had, like I said, I'd been volunteering for years with the Salvation Army in Greenville. And this was just more close to home, allowed, 
again, opportunities. I loved the philosophy. And so I decided, actually ended up resigning my position as a volunteer with the Salvation Army because we'd gotten to the point where Mark and I directed the parking lot every year for them. Can you tell us a little bit more about <coughs> what Santa Shop is for those that may not know? Absolutely. Santa Shop is the Christmas Assistance Program through the Dream Center, and we offer a hand up, not a handout. Parents are referred mainly through the school system, but we also have families who don't have school-age children, so they can come here and go through an intake interview and, and determine whether or not they're, they're qualified or they have a need uh, to, to fill through us. And they take classes, and through those classes, they earn the privilege of uh, going to shop and pick out gifts for their children themselves. Christy, as you were talking, I heard the word serve a whole lot. In our hearts, I, I believe because we have the hope that you talked about just a second ago, Christ puts it within us to serve. So would you tell those that are listening, what motivates you to serve others? I would say that my motivation to serve is, is kind of a question that I ask myself about the opportunity. And the question is, will it show the love that Jesus offers and will it further or advance his kingdom here on earth? Um, serving energizes me. It gives my life purpose and meaning, and it provides an opportunity for me to use the gifts that God has given me. And a lot of that for me is organization and administration. God has gifted me in those areas, and so I like to put those things to use. I have that opportunity right now through several things, but mainly through the Dream Center and the Santa Shop. Can you uh, tell the folks that are listening about maybe a time where you have seen somebody's life change through the Santa Shop? Definitely. Through Santa Shop, especially during the shopping days, is when I really get to interact with, with our clients and with, with those who have applied to serve. And I can't tell you how many times I've had the privilege and the joy of hearing a little bit about their story. And one of the recurring themes is this is the first time I've ever been able to provide Christmas for my kids myself, and it's not been given to me. And it's just so meaningful uh, to them. And I think it builds them up. I think it empowers them to know that you know there's something that they can do, even though that financially they may not be able to afford it. There's something that they can do, and it's not just put in their hands. It's something that they've worked toward and earned something that they get to follow through and do themselves. Absolutely. Christy and I get the, the privilege of working very closely together for Santa Shop. I do the office admin side of Santa Shop, so the class attendance, all that stuff. Um, and I, I love getting to work with her. She's definitely gifted in the area of administration and organization. She has created such a wonderful program for the Santa Shop here at the Dream Center. And it is true, we get to see people every day that come in and they get to take classes and we've heard great responses for the classes they get to take. They get to learn new things. They get to be empowered as parents, whether that's through a parenting class or a budgeting class or whatever it may be. They're, they're gaining knowledge. They're learning. They're being equipped. And we get to do that so that we get to teach them these things and um, give them the opportunity to learn these things. And as a result, they also not only gain knowledge, but they gain a greater perspective, but they also get toys and for their kids, brand new things. And it's a, it's a great response. So Santa Shop is my favorite program that we have here at the Dream Center. It's one of the most tangible ways to see a hand up instead of a hand out. 
which is our core mission of what we do um, as an organization. And I have talked to individual folks whose lives have been radically changed because of it. That's where they started. Absolutely. That's where they started. And, and now they took classes. And I know one particular person that comes to mind right now that she just purchased her own house. And it come from the place of she knows, uh, as she has spoken with me, that her life was radically changed and it started with the Santa shop. Absolutely. And volunteers are changed by it, donors. It really is a program that is all-encompassing of our community. So we have donors that donate gifts or money or whatever they may look like for us to operate as an organization for a Santa shop. But then volunteers get to come in and see the direct way that the Dream Center empowers and educates individuals. It is our, our mission statement through and through. And uh, I know that there are people that are changed through it. So I'm super grateful for the, for the Santa shop. Um, so Chrissy, let's just uh, switch a little bit around. There's definitely people that are listening to this podcast and they have a desire to serve. But they don't exactly know where to get involved or how to get involved. Um, what would you say to them and why is serving in general so important, but specifically at the Dream Center, why is that so important to you? There are so many different ways to serve others. Um, and the Dream Center certainly has many, many opportunities. I'm a little bit partial to Santa Shop, but um, there are other great opportunities as well. Um, for Santa Shop, we always need those behind-the-scenes people. Uh, I get tons of volunteers for the actual shopping days. We staff, we use about 14 volunteers to staff Santa Shop in about two-hour shifts. And our shopping days are going to be in December. And they're Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. And the shifts are about two hours long. But my behind-the-scenes people are the ones who really make, make it work. I've got a group of ladies right now. We'd love to have some gentlemen, uh, but have a group of ladies, and they've kind of been dubbed the Santa Shop Elves. And they come every Tuesday faithfully throughout the year, actually, and work toward getting Santa Shop ready. They do things like process the toys that come in, fill stockings, uh, sort through donations of socks and underwear, and partner them in pairs of three together because that's how we, we give those out. And then Tatum talked about the classes. So we need volunteers to teach classes here at the Dream Center. So that's another way that you can serve. Sometimes we provide child care so that folks can attend classes. So we need volunteers who would come and just love on kids for an hour during class. Our resale stores, we have three right now, and uh, they need volunteers uh, to sort through and process donations that come in, uh, to receive donations as, as folks drive up and, and uh, give things. My elves, going back to them, they have a great time serving together. They've really developed, and they're people from, they didn't know one another until they started, you know, volunteering through Santa Shop, and they all started with volunteering during one of our shopping days and then uh, every time I try to express the need hey we need some people and not everyone can do it because they work and I, I get that and we we do that mainly during the day but there are some times when we're we know we're going to receive a large donation that we could do some after office hour type volunteering for groups as well as um, some Saturdays but they love serving together they have a great time serving together they get to know one another that they develop new relationships within the community that lead to other avenues of serving. So we could say that your elves and yourselves are spreaders of hope. 
that is that's that's an awesome ministry. Uh, you know, we've talked about how the lives of people have been changed. But can I ask you, Christy, how has your life working through the Shanna shop changed? Joey, I've grown so much in just how I see people. Most of my life, my work and my activity has been centered in a church. And so that's the people I'm around most. I'm around Christians and believers. And so it's really easy there. But coming here to the Dream Center, I've been around all different kinds of people. And I've learned a lot about myself and how I view people who are different from me. I've learned, and God has, through the Holy Spirit, has really pierced my heart and convicted me that, you know, you were pretty judgmental. And not everything is as it looks. Uh, You need to look and see the inner beauty in people. And you need to hear their story. And you need to hear their heart. And you need to meet them where they are. And you need to not put a wall up just because they might talk or look or smell or react differently than you do. And so for me, it's been, that has been so life-changing. And it's spilled over into my relationship with my husband and my children as well. And we've had some really um, great conversations about how we approach other people and how we uh, can put up borders and walls um, and block people out. And really, we're all called to just love people like Jesus did and to meet them at the point where they are and lovingly hear about their story. And maybe through that, God can use me or some of my elves uh, to impact someone's life for the good and to help lead them toward transformation into a relationship with Jesus, which is what it really all comes back to. That's great. Chrissy, could you give the listeners some encouragement? Serving and volunteering is time-consuming, but it is so well worth it, and it is so worth the investment that you give. And honestly, looking back, my encouragement would be find a way somewhere, if it's not at the Dream Center, then somewhere, to, to just get involved in an opportunity to serve others because it blesses you so much more than you really are giving blessing to others. I know that before when I would help people, it would be like I would take them something and hand it to them. But helping here through the Dream Center with our philosophy of the the hands up, not a hand out, is just so much more empowering and encouraging because you get to see the joy in their face and you get to see how encouraged and empowered and blessed they are because they've been given an opportunity uh, to do something for themselves. Well, Christy, I can see from your life that your whole family serves. Uh, I see it through your husband. I see it through your daughters. And I see it in your life. And from hearing your heart today and sharing hope through the Santa shop, man, what a blessing that is. I'm encouraged to, and I want to encourage all the rest of the folks that are listening to partake in serving, especially through this season in the Santa shop. Um, because what a great, great opportunity it, it is to give back. And even as you said, you learn more in that process than, uh, you, you know, trying to help somebody. 
and I have experienced that even in my life. So I want to say thank you, Christy, for joining us today for this podcast, and we're so excited to see what the Lord's going to do through the Santa Shop this year. So thank you for joining us. Me too. Thanks. And everyone, thank you so much for joining us today on Stories of Hope. We will see you next time. And remember, one person can't do everything, but every person can do something. Thanks for joining us today for Stories of Hope. For more information about the Dream Center, visit our website at dreamcenterpc.org. Additional resources related to today's episode can be found in our podcast show notes.